Brat and Court Talk Sci-Fi's Van Helsing, presented by PureFandom.com. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast, Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Tonight, we're back to talk about an all-new episode of Sci-Fi's Van Helsing. How's it going out there, my fellow survivors? It's going pretty good, unless you're uh, caught by the vampires. Then it sucks. For sure, for sure. <laughs> Are you still putting together that go bag? Uh, yeah, I am. UV lights. Uh, I think I'm about going to the coast now and getting on a boat. Oh, that's a bad idea. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm not pirates. going to. I'm not going to Yellowstone. I know that much. Not going but, but there. Pirates. The pirate vampires. Yeah, that would be yeah. horrible. Anyhow. Before we break this episode down, just want to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show or movie that you love, somebody over there is writing something amazing about it. So, Court, let these good people know how they can reach us. Oh, you can find me on Twitter. I am at Jindev. He's Brad ZB. Also, be sure to follow at Pure Fandom on the Twitter as well. Also, you can check us out on Facebook. We have a very lively group there. I know a bunch of us were talking Luke Cage this past weekend. And we also have a Facebook group for Sci-Fi Van Helsing. So please stop on by. We usually try to talk while the episode's going on, chat during that. And uh, we try to drop in any interviews or exclusive photos that we have during the week. Or people just be posting, talking about the show and the characters they love. Yep, a lot of fun there. Uh, You'll definitely want to follow her on Twitter this weekend because she'll be at New York Comic Con. You might see some cool stuff. I'm just saying. My schedule is so full, but I'm so excited. But yeah, so check her out there. Check us out. I'll even jump on Twitter tonight and talk too. So there we go. Awesome. I might have to actually play with Snapchat. I rarely do that. Although I did this week because Luke Steiner was in town mm-hmm. and I made it back from where I was working. I made it all the way back in town just in time to go. I was so happy. Very cool. And I missed the lines. Very cool. I know, right? Well, what was this episode about? Well, this episode was Van Helsing, Season 1, Episode 4, Coming Back. It was directed by David Frazee, and it was written by Jonathan Walker. Vanessa and Muhammad go out on a field trip, and things don't end so well. Meanwhile, Flesh does some bonding with a few of our favorite people. Also, Brett was right. If you don't get a name, you're probably a dead man walking. (laughs) Or, as he likes to say, you're wearing what color shirt? Red. Red. Or you're a dead woman hanging. One of the two. I don't know. Yeah, that yeah. So we have a bunch of new people without names. Yes, we do. A lot of new people without names in this episode tonight. And we also kind of figure out where the humans who uh I guess are dinner for the vampires hang out. Yeah, they're just unrefrigerated unrefrigerated blood bags. So funny thing happened when I just started the episode. Mm-hmm. So I was watching the episode and we we all know how that started. It was right. very um steamy. We got oh, to see yes, yes, a, a vampire feeding right up close and personal. And who walks in the room while I'm watching this very um, intense scene? But my four-year-old niece. Ah, uh, that she, is. She didn't see the TV. She she was standing right there, and she was t- saying something about Kiki. I need something. Come get me something. And I was like, Riley, no, go get go get me some tissue. Go go do this for me. Go do that for me. And I had tried to distract her from coming in the room for the first was it three minutes of the episode. It, it was going on there for a while. You got to give him credit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And of course, of course, you knew the dude was going to die. Well, it was kind of interesting, that whole thing, though, because he's like, you know, what can I do to serve you? It oh, seems, you're doing it. Uh, like, no, it seems like there's like humans who are fine with the whole, I want to serve the vampire. And 
this uh, never ends well for people, man. You can not you ever. can say you want to serve them and be their servant. They're not going to turn you. They're just going to, you know, slit your throat and then make weird guttural animal sounds. Yeah, your food. But I that's all your food. Yes, you are. Yeah, your dinner. So there you go. I love <laughs> the sounds they make, though. This is that is so awesome. Oh, for sure. Uh, like she's she's pretty intense. That one. Yeah, that no, was Dimitri's lady, right? I'm not overly sure on that one. I thought I it was. I. Yeah. She was one of the ancients. Okay, then I guess it was. I, I wasn't really positive who that was. I was kind of interested in the uh, girl that was up in the crawl space that was kind of watching and finding out everything that was going on. Yeah, that so was pretty interesting. Knows. Like you're just going to hang out right there, kid, while all this is going on. Yeah, not a good, not okay. a good place either. No, no, not at all. This group, I was waiting for her to get caught. Uh, yeah, I was too. We find out that this group is, they have their own under uh, resistance movement going on, which mm-hmm. was what Axel was talking about previously. Right. Axel is a man who needs a new mission. And so he can go do this. Yeah. He needs to start the revolution. He needs to go. <laughs> but we also find out an inter- interesting thing too, that the volcanic ash is decreasing and the yes. vampires got the humans working on a power plant to make more cloud cover since the vampires now have like a noon crew for you because of the sun coming out. I guess they don't care about destroying the planet anymore after, you know, walking about. Yeah, they could care less. They have what they need. They have food and they have no sunlight. I like how it's just this section of vampires because you know they're more worldwide. Oh, for sure. But I, I like that we got to see a bunch of survivors from Go, and we didn't just we weren't just stuck with our group. Well, we knew they were out there. They kind of hinted at it, and you they know, hinted, but like we get to see them, and we get to see them in action. Figure out all the stuff that's going on. And they're slaves, basically. They're just stuck there, and they're going to be, you know, yeah. At any moment in time, you can have your blood sucked out of you for a little bit, and then been thrown back because you have to keep the livestock going after that initial, you know, Julius taking out anybody that he saw, turning them into vampires. You, you got to kind of got to keep your food around somewhere. Yeah. That dude is very insatiable. Every time we see him, it's like he has blood dripping. Oh. Yeah. Julius is, he's the man. <laughs> he's the vampire. Um, I, I had a question mm-hmm, go. about the vampires and their whole preparedness thing. So we know that they're building the power plant and we know that they've got their whole cattle thing going with the humans. Why are they keeping guns stored? Why haven't they destroyed guns and knives and things? It's not like they need them. Maybe they think they need them. I mean, we can kind of look at, well, if they get shot, they're still fine. I don't know why they are keeping the guns. That's a good question, actually. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying. So, see, this is stuff that Brad notices people. This is well, we'll go with this fact. Okay. So if you're keeping the guns out there, if they get attacked by a large force of humans, it would make sense to kind of use guns against them because, you know, it's a little bit faster than getting shot up a bunch of times. Because I'm sure while getting shot is healable, it doesn't feel good. Yeah, okay. That's all I got. I don't have anything else. But we do have the resistance guy who's got the American flag and he wants to start the revolution, but no one wants to join him in it. <laughs> Except well, for- the girl seems like she might be on board, but she's like, just simmer down for a little bit. Yeah. She's like, can we take this a little easy and maybe <laughs> not, you know, die right quick. That'd be great. So we'll have to see how that works out. For uh, sure. Her name is Shima, by the way. I'm not sure about uh, the other guy's name. Oh, 
Okay, go ahead. She was also in Wayward Pines at one point in time. Side note. (laughs) Talking about Julius, we'll just stick with vampires before we jump into Vanessa. He is, I had, for the longest time, my favorite vampire out there was Severin, played by Bill Paxton in Near Dark. Just because he was unbelievably cruel and didn't care. And the whole bar scene where he slits the guy's throat with the spurs was the greatest thing ever. Julius is really, you know, he's right up there now. Yeah, I think he's going to take over the lead role. He just likes to make people suffer. So you don't like fluffy vampires, I'm, I'm, no, I'm seeing. No, no, not at all. The scene we have Julius in later on in the episode, it in the background, we just have all the screaming in the scene. It's kind of unnerving a little bit. And he's chewing on like a knuckle bone or something. I have no idea what he's eating, but he's <laughs> a, just a knuckle there. bone. A knuckle, it may, like arm from bone. somebody's finger. It was something like it from a like, dead girl's finger. No, it was a lot bigger than that. It looked like a ham bone or something. Okay, it was. But he's just sitting there going to town on it and just licking it down and feeds it over to the feral dog vampire that was at his feet. Oh, he's in heaven. He's just the man, and I'm just like, oh my god, dude, and. They said he's not even the fiercest one. I mean, that's what uh, Flesh said. He wasn't even the fiercest one out there. I'm like, holy crap, really? Yeah, he started to say something about the ancients, but then we got interrupted. Right. Yeah, didn't, didn't. But I'm still curious who the old woman giving Julius counsel is. Me too. I don't really know that. And we may be talking to the actor who plays Julius next week. Yeah, that might be happening. Yeah, that might be a little interview coming up. So, spoiler. Go now. Just keep listening. We'll we'll have some questions out there for that one. So, let's get back to the hospital. Doc's taking a much needed shower. Does it really uh-huh. not handling this old vamp, uh, vampire turning human thing well again? What do you think about her talk with flesh? Well, initially when she was taking the shower and having her whole breakdown, um, I was kind of where flesh was. I was like. You you were locked up, so you didn't really have to experience some of the stuff that he went through. Like you didn't have the experience of actually murdering people and like being out in the streets and seeing all the other stuff going on. But when they had their whole conversation and she was talking about what she was caged for all that time and she was trapped and it seemed like she was trapped in her own head as well. And then having that hunger that would never be fulfilled for the blood, even though um Axel was feeding her. Yeah, so yeah. she she was in her own type of hell. Like he Flesh said that too. Had his own stuff going on, and she she even had nightmares, just like Flesh has. She was having nightmares too. Her nightmares were not nearly as bad as the nightmares Flesh has, though. Oh no, for sure. But like he said, at least you had someone feed, and at least you had food. You're being fed, so which right, makes but you she wonder. Was very upset with him when he said that she was spared because she feels like she wasn't spared anything. She doesn't even know his backstory. All he has to do is go. By the way, uh, killed my entire family, left them with my wife in pieces. Yeah. Ripped out my baby's heart. That's you're, all you got to say. You're in a cage, sucking on a straw. I, <laughs> just saying. A little bit different here. Weigh it. Yeah, well, eh, where you at? Even Flesh, he has a bad time. He Apparently, he was sleepwalking when he uh, woke up. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't even do good when he sees a dead body now. Nameless girl that was hanging from the string. Yeah, I didn't expect that. I call her Nameless Girl because up until now, I really didn't know what her name was. And it's Cynthia. Cynthia! I don't think they ever said her name. Kind of like the other girl on there. 
Not really sure what it is. I don't think I know her name either. I'm sure I could go look it up, but I don't remember it ever being said. You know, it's just one of those hmm, things. Yeah, if 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 you if you don't have a name, I feel like you could die at any time. We already know John is the guy angry because of his wife. We know Sam; he's besties with Muhammad and mm. Flesh. We knew we knew his name was Phil because he had a name tag at the top of his episode or top of his interaction with um, Julius right. when he was murdered. So we we know these people. We just don't know the rest of them because they're just kind of like, uh, you are a red shirt. You have no name. Yeah. And I'm not even sure. I mean, I was uh, just curious looking on IMDb. You can't really tell who they are there either because it's like, uh, how long are you going to be here for? Who knows? Oh, now I can tell. But if you don't have a name and and I don't know if on the show and it's four episodes in, then like that means you're a very small part and you're probably going to die very soon. Not to spoil it for anybody. Well, I take that back. The other girl, she, the blonde girl, she has a name. I forgot what I remember. Did that. we did we hear it though, or you read it on IMDb? I'm not really sure. I think I swear I remember somebody saying it. She's okay, kind of had she's possibly. had a lot more um, lines though in the show. So I she don't may trust her. I trust her about as much as I trust John. Oh, I don't trust her either. But I said she has a lot more lines in the show she, than some of the other people who are no longer with us. So I yeah. think she may stay in there a little bit longer. Doc finds out in the autopsy that the dead girl's missing a finger. Huh. Hey, she wasn't even going to do autopsy at first. Because when she was first standing over the body, I said, look at Doc already back in the saddle. She's going to do autopsy. No, she's not. She was taking the dead girl's shoes. Well, you know, hard times. <laughs> hard times. She was being practical, as she says. But then she was rolling her over, I guess, to search for more stuff. And like you said, she found the, the missing finger. Mm-hmm. I liked how Axel pointed out that, you know, she's he's known her for two and a half years. And, you know, even before when she knew that she tried to save Smitty, which we all know is a lie. She didn't try to save Smitty at all. No. <laughs> no. He said he's known her as a woman for two years. I'm like, wait a minute. What do you mean? Like, biblically, you've known her as a woman? No. Because they haven't acted like that. So I'm, I'm just going to let that go. Okay. Let- but he has to stop saying stuff like that. Like, seriously, I know you like a woman. What does that mean, Brad? I don't know. Well, what did you say to Vanessa when you were taking a shower? I've seen you. You know, you've been here for three years. I've seen you all of you. I need to say, I'm like, what are you? Is this just because he hasn't been around people recently? He has no idea how to conversate with people anymore. <laughs> that very well could be it. He has no idea what to happen. I'm like, uh, okay. No wonder he's such a grouch. Uh, Flesh is cooking the food, which cracked me up. He said it's chicken noodles. It's like chicken noodle soup without the chicken or the noodle. So what is that? (laughs) I don't want to (laughs) know. I was just like, nice. I'm not sure what that is, but hey. I'm with John. I don't want any. (laughs) We did find out after Vanessa set the fire, which a fire alarm in the hospital, you think would draw everybody there, but I guess all the vampires know they live there anyhow. So, but, we find out that Vanessa used to be a bus driver. Yes, we did not know that. No, so this is where, still not sure where her fighting skills came from, but it's right there. I must say I was highly disappointed in Mohammed, not that, not in him leaving to go find his sister Sheba, but in the fact that he didn't tell Sam that he was leaving. 
He left him a note. He saw his chance. He heard the alarm and somehow he knew Vanessa was on the go. Like he, he's been watching her. He knew she was going to be leaving at some point in time. So he was going to leave with her because they both had missions. She wants to find her daughter and he wants to find his sister. What you would see that Sam would have went with him though. I, I just saw that whole entire, they have this connection. One is actually the only person that Sam can talk to. So why wouldn't he go with them? Because they're in a safe place and he wants his friend who's scared, who's told Axel that he's scared. He wants him in a safe place. So he's going to leave him there where he knows he is and he's going to go look for Shima. He can always come back just like we saw at the end of the episode. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll like he doesn't that. want to put him at risk. And like, wouldn't you do that? Like for Tracy, like right. if you were in the vampire apocalypse, would you take her out there with you? I would. Yeah. Well, I'd leave a better note because she'd kill me when I came back. Exactly. <laughs> like you fool. I'm gonna. I'm gonna beat, beat your you. Butt. <laughs> so yeah. I, exactly. I, I'll go with that. Yeah. It was kind of sad though because Sam wasn't really having a, a easy time without Muhammad around but since no one oh. else knew sign. Yeah. Well, he communicated a little bit with uh, Axel, and did he communicate with Doc? No, Flesh. No, flesh. Yeah, but not so much yeah. with uh, John. John's like, I don't know what you're telling me. And- <laughs> John doesn't communicate John's, well with anybody. You would think he and Axel would get, a, get along better because they are both so bad at that. Right. They could have both but been BFFs. But yeah. John came across as a bit of a bigot and just an all-around asshole uh, to everybody. Much, pretty much. Yeah. Vanessa had the keys to her apartment sitting outside in case her daughter came back. Well, hidden. Hidden. But yeah, they, they got in. Nothing was... It, the interesting part about that about this apocalypse is everybody's hiding and stuff like this. It's not like the zombie apocalypse where everybody raids the stores and stuff. Every building is broken into. It seems like there's places just left abandoned. Yeah. Cause you don't want to get caught by roaming feeders or right. ferals. Yeah. So they're, you want to hunker down somewhere and that place was a little too much in the open. Yeah. And they're way too, way more dangerous than anything else. So yeah, don't want to, and especially you don't want to break the window and let people know where you're at. So, Exactly. A key point in the apocalypse. This is always good. Also, if your power's out for a very long time or you're in a weird place, never open a refrigerator if it's not plugged in. It's not going to end well for you. No. It's going to smell really bad. Ah. Never a good idea. Got it. Unless you didn't have anything in the fridge and then you're good to go. Yeah, they still get that odor to them. I'm just saying, if it's been down for three and a half years, it's not going to smell good when you open it up. Just so oh, wow, that is a long time. That's funky. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna have something growing in there. It may be alive. I don't know. Oh, definitely have something in there. We did see that well Vanessa saw that her daughter did make it out of the house. She saw her little bloody footprints. Yeah, I like the fact that she had to sweep up pile like the dust. The yeah, the like ash. She, because that the, was really cool. Yeah, the windows were still open, which was interesting. Yeah. And which also leads you to wonder, did her uh, daughter make it out of the room and go over to see the neighbor? Had to. The What was her name? I forgot what her name was. The one who... Say, I think it was Sarah. I think. So we'll go with Sarah. Yeah, well, Susan. Susan? I think it's Susan. Um, I, I know it started with an S. But well, anyhow, did she make it over yes. there? Where are they at? What are they doing? Because I'm still going with the fact, I think you're on the same page. Vanessa passed down his blood. Her daughter has something going on. Has to. Like, I'm pretty sure she would have gone looking for her father. 
But he was in, he's in Denver, I think. So I can't see her getting all the way there. Like I don't think the story is going to take us too far out of Seattle for right now. But did the did her friend take her daughter there, or or what are they doing? So would she have taken her and come back? I don't think so. I mean, her her mother just got attacked, so she's watching her child, and yeah. then this all pretty much went down like like the next day. Oh, for sure. Because so, the flashback. I could see her still being there and the ex being called to come get her. Like you, nobody's taking her anywhere. He's going to have to come. But the vampire apocalypse happened the next day, so everything went to crap, like literally right after that, before her father would have even got there. Exactly. So, so they'd still be in town, Susan and uh, Dylan. So where are they, or, are they hiding somewhere? Or, you know, what's up with that? Could be like the pockets of survivors or maybe their cattle somewhere. Right. But we only know if her daughter picked up something that Vanessa has, if she... The only way they would know is if she got bit. If she hasn't been bit, right. then she's just cowering and hiding somewhere and no one knows about it. Oh, right. Oh, interesting fact while we were talking about the cattle thing. When Vanessa was talking to Muhammad when they're out and about, he has a brand on him. And she asked about mm-hmm. that. And she goes, that was the marking. I said, I, I belong to somebody. So that's what the vampires are doing, too. They're branding their own people. Mm-hmm. So that was just an interesting tidbit that brought up. I was like, huh, I guess it would make sense. The different factions of vampires going, hey, you took my you took my cattle. I'm going to take you out now. Or we're going to trade. Uh, exactly. I'll trade you a couple of these, a couple of those. Hmm. Right. Wow. Let's see. <laughs> That's amazing. <I>, yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm just, it's there. I mean, you'd have to go it somewhere. Is. Like that that whole thing, I didn't even think of that. It no. went over my head. Yeah, I, did, I was thinking about that going, man, that's... That just makes it all the worse. <laughs> exactly. You don't want... I mean, you could see where people would actually go with the, you know, I want to serve you to maybe get higher in the food chain, right? Yeah. To serve a vampire. Like At we least, had that in slavery. Yeah. If you're a vampire secretary, you're a lot better than the vampire's slave labor that's working in the in the uh power plant the fields yeah and stuff yeah. you don't want to yeah, yeah you you want to be a little higher up on there yeah and the the whole working at the power plant thing kind of threw me off when what's the power plant doing it's just creating power for somewhere but i see candles everywhere well, i don't know i the smokestacks are making smoke it just doesn't seem like there's enough to go on in just one area unless they're just trying to blanket the sky in that one area of Seattle. Yeah. I can't see that they would want too much power or electricity, ways to get humanity back in place. Like electricity is a signal of humanity for me. Exactly. And I can't see them wanting that too much. No, but the power plant, like you said, is a huge, yes, they need that because the sun is making a comeback. Exactly. Hopefully. Well, off and on, off and on. Yeah. So they run across another group of survivors out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, you know, Vanessa does her thing and decides to go save them. Oh, one other thing that kind of was amusing for me. Mohammed at Vanessa's house when she pulled out the 12-gauge shotgun. Mm-hmm. And what did she say? She said something about her ex was big into the Second Amendment. And he was like, what was the Second Amendment again? <laughs> Right. It well, 
No, he's old enough to remember what it is. It's, but it's been three and a half years. So he is, what is he supposed to be? We know he's like 20 right 18? now. Oh, he's 20? Something like that. Well, the actor is, I believe. Yeah. But if he was 16 or something like that, would he? Uh, would, yeah, this you is know, true. You really wouldn't know what the Second Amendment was because it's not that big of a thing to you because you're a teenager. And, you well, know. We learned that in government. Right. But if he just took it as one class, is that going to stick with you that much if your really. entire life is surviving from vampires? Yeah, I just like that little point as a as a reference of going. So he's young. He's he's really he's younger than we thought. Right. So he's kind of grown up in this, and he's like, I totally forgot what that is. So yeah, that is wow. Which also means do not let him drive a car because he may basically. Wreck <laughs> hey, maybe he can drive. I don't. You, you I'm never just know. Saying if he just you know he may have been a little too young for that. So, but yeah, Vanessa goes to save the group. Things uh. Things don't work out so well for her, but Muhammad does get him back to the to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And Sam is very, very happy to see Muhammad when they get back there. Even when he's shaking him, he's, he's very happy to see he's him. He's just like, <laughs> you can see, I'm going to hit you later, but not right now. For a second, were you worried that Axel changed your codes? Oh, yes, I was. I was like, oh, don't, yeah. it doesn't work. And he's like, hello, say the password. Yeah. yeah. But then, no, he's not going to do that because he wants Vanessa to be safe. Right. Not that she knew the code anyway. That no, was on yeah, Muhammad. Yeah, she didn't know the code. She's down there messing it up. Uh, they're back and they're still trying to figure out who killed Cynthia. Yeah, we still don't know who killed Cynthia at all, which is interesting. Yeah. And Doc is getting her groove thing back. Yeah, She's she um, fixing people. I'm not even sure what was wrong with that guy. Was he attacked by a by a vampire or did what happen? I don't think so. If he was attacked, there is no saving him. Well, not without Vanessa. True. The one guy says from the new group mentioned that they were heading to the west to because they heard about there were boats out there and there's groups of people, which always kills me because, hey, I heard there's boats out there. Well, why are you here and not? <laughs> how did word travel for that? Right. So I can see where living on a boat would be a little bit safer, except for when there's storms or when the other vampires decide they can use boats as well. Mm-hmm. A little bit easier to defend on. It leaves the question, do vampires need to breathe or can they drown? Uh, we don't know that part of their physiology yet. This is a question I have for, I wish we had Neil back on because I would ask that question right now. Well, we can ask Alex if he knows. Okay, we'll we'll ask him that question. Do vampires breathe or can they drown? What's one of the two? And he's going, uh, <laughs> let me get back to you. Oh, when Flash was telling the story to uh, the Sam about becoming a vampire, mm-hmm. and Sam was wondering, you know, what happens? You know, did you get you got better sight? Because Flash now has glasses on because he lost his <laughs> vision. Mm-hmm. And he's asking about sight and hearing, and he says, "Yeah, it's all good." But then when he turned back, he said, "All the old injuries are coming back again." So it seems Sam was a little bit interested, but not that much interested. Yeah, and I wonder what effects it would have for aging, because I know Neil said that they age differently. They age slower. So yeah, they age slower. So is he going to continue to age slower, but not at the rate he would have if he had stayed a vampire, or does it all go back to normal? I have so many questions. I don't know. There are a lot of questions we got for that one. So yeah. maybe we'll have to see if I get Neil back again one day. We'll ask him some more definitely, questions. Definitely. 
because I think we're coming up with more and more. Yeah, if you didn't catch that one, check out some of our back episodes. We talked to Neil Laboot. He was the uh, showrunner for the for Van Helsing. Answered a lot of questions for us. Yes, he did. Had a lot of insight. It was very fun. Definitely. So um, the vampires, a couple episodes, they were very scared of even touching flesh because they didn't want to get infected with whatever made him human. Right. And now they're jumping at Vanessa. Well, they sent the feeders after Vanessa, or the ferals, one and two. So basically, what Julius did was, you know, he talked to one guy. He's like, are you scared of her? Are you more scared of her or more scared of me? <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'll go get her. But, yeah, I think you should be scared of her. But these are like cannon fodder vampires. No one cares if anything happens to them. But let's get there. They they go out and get Vanessa, and they put the muzzle on her mouth so she can't t- she can't bite them. Uh, she is not Hannibal Lecter, man, even though she did bite Doc. Yeah, there's that. So she's captured, and that really didn't go the way she planned. So so how'd they know to muzzle her? <laughs> well, because she bit people. You know, that's what she said. Oh, that's what Flesh said. She bit me, and I'm human now. Ah, and they said, oh, hold on. Oh, did you bit? Yeah, yeah muzzle. <laughs> yeah, because he bit her, but yeah. <laughs> Funny. Yeah. Muzzle her. Don't, yeah. don't let her do anything for you. So looking forward to next week now. Yes. Um, it was a cliffhanger. I didn't expect that. Very much Even so. though you were like, oh, my God, I want to watch the next one. Yeah, it's right, right off the bat. I want to go watch another one right now. I want it now. I want to keep going. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm going to restrain myself from doing that cause, just because I don't want to wait another week. Yeah, it's just, oh, man. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Well, it's got, so good, though. You got anything left for this one? Oh, d- I think we covered everything. All right. So if you aren't already there, head on over to purefandom.com and check out some of the other killer articles posted there. We both have a lot of things we're posting on the site, some recaps, interviews, and we just did interviews with Luisa Delavera from The 100 and Channel Zero Candle Cove. She gave us some great insight on Candle Cove, and it's super creepy weird, and it's going to be awesome. We creepy also pasta? Creepy pasta. Creepy pasta, <laughs> not pasta, pasta. Oh, yes. I like pasta better. It's not pasta, it's pasta. And we also talked to Anastasia Barnova, otherwise known as Addison Carver from Z Nation. Eddie! And I am working on my special for American Horror Story, and I hope to put some time on it this weekend. And Court is doing her recaps for Pitch, Timeless, and Lucifer, and is also doing this thing in New York. Yeah, New York Comic Con, yay. I have all of Saturday and Sunday kind of stuffed full of different events. I'm going to be posting some things on the site, and I'm definitely going to be taking pictures on Twitter, and I'm going to post some things in my Snapchat as well. So I'll put that information where you can follow me um, on this post. And I'm I'm just excited. I'm excited. There's stuff for Star Trek Beyond, and there's this woman also who's making a Wonder Woman art something or other sculpture out of jelly bellies. So I'm going to go talk to her. Interesting. And try not to eat the jelly bellies. Cause that will get me thrown out of New York comic con. I think. Yeah, that, that, that may happen. So <laughs> we'll have, we'll have to keep watching on Twitter to find out what happens. So that'll yeah. be good. Don't um, eat the jelly bellies. Hey, who do we got coming up on next week that we're interviewing? Well, next week we'll be interviewing Julius, also known as Alex. Ponovic mm-hmm. from Van Helsing. Yes. <laughs> so we're, yeah. He's so been we're very a- much looking forward to talking to him. And we have so many questions about 
the vampire biology and hopefully he'll be able to answer them for us. He has or been point a, Neil Becker away. Yeah. He's been in a lot of things actually. He, oh, for sure. Uh, he's got all sorts of things going on. He was in, what was it? I zombie not too long ago. Yes. I remember him in that. And he's also in the upcoming um, war of the planet of the apes. I don't know what he's doing Ooh. in there, but I saw that he's in it. He has such, I mean, literally, he has this whole list of things that he's doing right now, which is kind of wild and insane. Yeah. And yeah, it's. He's a busy man. We can ask him about all that. Yep. And we talk to him. And of course, just keep an eye out for it. We're going to be posting that um, on purefandom.com, on Twitter. And I believe you can find some of our stuff on SoundCloud, iTunes. Yep. No. Yeah. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Stitcher and you can find us on SoundCloud. Just search for pure fandom. That'll find it. It, our show's in there and we have some other shows that other people do that are in there. Just pure fandom. Look us up and you'll find us on there. Yeah. A lot of our writers are starting to get into the, the podcast. They're getting that bug. Yeah. I'm, you did it. <laughs> I'm, I'm educating people. Yes. <laughs> So keep an eye out for some very interesting material coming Definitely. coming at you. And don't forget to join the Pure Fandom Van Helsing Facebook group. Right. We have so much fun talking with you guys there. Yep, check that out. Definitely. So if you got any thoughts or comments about this episode, let us know in the comments below or hit us up on Twitter or the Facebook page. Okay. And for your go bag, make sure that you pack up the Lucky Charms. You always need that. It's not going to go stale like ever. <laughs> and if it does, just eat the marshmallows. It works for me. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.